0: Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So Hillary Clinton got a warm welcome uh, back to New York yesterday. And by I mean warm, I mean not warm. <laughs> you can, I'll play that at the beginning of the show. Listen, it's a stacked show. I don't have any time to waste. I got an update on the dorm Spygate thing. Got a huge update on the Canadian dictatorship and Dictator Trudeau. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival, and while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers, and they're all made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com, and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. All right, Joseph, it's Friday, my good friend, so if you would. It's Friday! Yeah! This is an especially good-feeling Friday. Uh, Just so you know, folks, we will not have a show on Monday. The men uh, uh, and the ladies involved in the show deserve a day off. I'm going to take a day. uh, Don't worry, nothing happened. Uh, We were not, uh, well, I shouldn't say that yet. It's not Monday yet. Nothing's happened as of now. But Monday, they, we, we'll be back on Tuesday, so no worries at all. But everybody kind of deserves a, uh, a day off once in a while, especially this hardworking team <laughs> right here. Yes. Joe's like, yes, we do. So uh, Joe uh, gets to cut the video, so he sees he's in advance. And uh, Hillary emerged from the uh, whatever uh, she's up to lately from her Chappaqua home. And uh, Hillary decided to get back into the public spotlight yesterday with a speech at the Democratic uh, nominating convention in New York, whatever it may be. And after leaving the speech, Hillary got a very warm welcome from her fellow New Yorkers uh, leaving the hotel in New York City, it looks like. Here, uh, check this out. Very, very, (laughs) very very warm welcome from her uh, constituents when she was a senator in New York. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, She went back in that speech to blame, of course, Fox News and the GOP again. I'll get to the dorm stuff later, but let me just tell you right now, Hillary Clinton doesn't do anything by accident. She has a very skilled political team. They are devious. They plot. They know exactly what they're doing. No, they don't, Dan. Really? They don't? How is it Hillary Clinton between the Rose Law Firm, Whitewater, The Lewinsky thing, the entire Clinton family has escaped accountability. The Clinton Foundation, Spygate, how? Just asking a question. Of course, we don't like her. She's evil. The woman is evil, legitimately. But she has a very talented political team around her. And she knows that this Spygate thing is about to erupt and that her reputation is going to be finished. That's why she went out yesterday and gave that speech. Nothing Nothing Hillary Clinton does is by accident. I'll get to more of that later. Again, loaded show today. Canada, uh, now an obvious dictatorship, folks, a metastasizing dictatorship by the day. I can encourage you in strong enough terms, get your money and your business interests out of Canada as soon as you can. Justin Trudeau has destroyed what was once an attempt at a representative democracy. The new dictator of Canada is destroying multiple rights at the same time. Folks, it's happening. I'm going to produce for you exhibits in a court case right now that Justin Trudeau is a dictator and Canada has now turned into a dictatorship with the concession of sadly a good percentage of Canadian liberals who love the oncoming, the incoming dictatorship, not the Patriots. They're upset about this folks. Your rights, your God-given rights in Canada. These are God-given rights. Yes, they don't have a constitution in the sense we do in the Bill of Rights, right? They have their own statement of rights. But you have God-given rights, not Canadian or U.S.-given rights. You have the right to assemble, the right to petition your government, the right to speak, the right to private property, the right to sovereignty over your own body. Those are all now under direct attack by the new Canadian dictatorship and dictator Justin Trudeau. It's not a joke. I'm not trying to be funny. This is exactly what dictators do. This is the definition of a dictatorship. Let's produce the receipts, folks. Let's go to Exhibit A. Here's the Exhibit A. This is uh, the Ottawa police chief. New one, I guess. Old one was like, eh, I'm kind of done with this stuff. Here is Exhibit A. The Ottawa police chief now saying your God-given right to assemble in public, to walk out in the streets and petition and protest and assemble with your fellow patriots, That that right no longer exists. If you even show up down in Ottawa, they will arrest you or stop you from assembling. Again, tell me how this isn't a dictatorship. Please, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. You listen, listen in their own words, the new dictators. Our message has been pretty consistent around that. And more importantly, the message from our community and our residents has been pretty consistent around that. Do not come to our downtown core. We are tired of what's occurring there. We're sick of what's happening in our streets. So leave our area. We will continue with that message this weekend. But you're seeing an increased enforcement presence. And we won't be allowing people to come down for the unlawful activity of engaging in demonstrations. <laughs> now, did you? This is incredible. It's now unlawful, Joe. Did you catch it? To engage in demonstrations? Yeah, he's tired of it. Don't come down here. We will arrest you for the unlawful activity of engaging in demonstrations. Folks, (laughs) this is a clear dictatorship right here. Sick of it. This is, yeah, that's what he said, Joe. Now, I didn't know your (laughs) God-given rights went away when uh, the far-left totalitarians get sick of something. (laughs) Um, Apparently, they do. That's what happens in a dictatorship. You have Alexei Navalny on trial um, in uh, in Russia for being a protest leader to Vladimir Putin, Navalny. And you're going to have truckers on trial in Canada for assembling in public because the police chief and dictator Trudeau say they're sick of it. Get your business and money out of Canada as soon as possible. This is not a joke. And this is not a drill. This is happening. OK, so your right to assemble has been uh, to, uh, to free and peaceful assembly has been taken away in Canada. Huh? Your right to speak has been taken away. Your right to petition the government's been taken away. Well, your right to private property has been taken away, too, and they love it. They love it. The new Canadian dictatorship, led partially by the deputy prime minister to Chrystia Freeland, Christia Freeland announced yesterday in this video that your right to private property is gone too. We're seizing crypto wallets, money. We have no reason to seize that. It's being used to speak. Money is a form of speech. Who you choose to support, right? Don't you dare speak about causes we don't like, or we'll steal your money too. Here's dictator. Uh, excuse me. For, um, my apologies. Deputy dictator. Deputy dictator. Christia Freeland saying, "You give money." You give money to a Cosby. Yeah, we're just going to steal it. Here she is. The names of both individuals and entities, as well as crypto wallets, have been shared by the RCMP with financial institutions. And accounts have been frozen. And more accounts will be frozen. Uh, Crowdfunding platforms and payment service providers have started the registration process with FinTrack. Uh, In terms of the specifics on whose accounts are being frozen, uh, you now have the regulations. The financial service providers have those regulations as well. And they, working with law enforcement, will be making the operational decisions. There you go. Count's frozen. We're stealing your money. That's the, excuse me, the deputy dictator, Christia Freeland. To our Canadian patriots, uh, I, I, I don't, I really, I genuinely feel for you. My heart is with you. We have a huge audience in Canada. I don't know how long it will probably be banned in Canada too. They'll probably try to seize assets here in the United States. I mean, that's what dictators do. It's kind of like, um, you know China and uh, and 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 the Russia, the 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 new Soviet Union that Vladimir Putin's trying to uh, reform. They abuse these Interpol red notices to get people arrested around the globe. Uh, how long before Canada does that too? To, uh, folks, stop laughing if you're on the left. It's I'm playing you their audio. Don't come downtown, we'll arrest you. And if you support a cause we don't like, we'll steal your money. The lefters are like. <laughs> the less like yeah, he's kind he's kind of right he's kind of right we are a dictatorship now who's christia freeland oh look she's the george soros biographer too isn't that crazy christia freeland editor of thomson reuters digital is working on a biography of george soros and is the author of plutocrats the rise of the new global super rich and the fall of everyone else hat tip uh hat tip dean for this pointing this out uh always follow the money folks right amazing She also wrote a piece, a puff piece, the uh, Deputy Dictator of Canada. She also wrote a puff piece on George Soros here, The Imperfect World of George Soros. She says, one of Joe, one of Soros' intellectual hallmarks is an ability to quickly size up who wins in such a scenario. This is a useful habit of mine if you run a hedge fund. It also happens to be this. Oh, my gosh, I'm sorry. I mean, listen to this. This is from uh, Deputy Dictator of Canada. It also happens to be a very Eastern European way of thinking. Vladimir Lenin famously uh, insisted that the key question of any political agenda was who, whom, as in who is doing what to whom. Yes, 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 yes. The most perfect drop ever. There's the deputy dictator of Canada. Like, yeah, who's doing what to whom? That's kind of the operating uh, principle of this guy. I'm writing a biography about George Soros. Yeah, kind of weird. That is strange how she sounds almost solicitous in that. Who, whom, what are you doing to whom? Yeah, uh, Deputy Dictator Christia Freeland, we know exactly what you're doing. Stealing people's private property, stealing away their God-given right to speak and assemble and petition their government. We know exactly who is doing what to whom. You, the Deputy Dictator, is stealing people's rights away from others. We know exactly what's happening. Exactly what's happening. Thank you. Thanks for clarifying that. Now, one of the other hallmarks to steal uh, Deputy Dictator Freeland's words, hallmarks of totalitarians like Soros, who loves this stuff, by the way, is their use of propaganda to advance their cause, right? Here's a Matt Palumbo article, bungito.com, be in my newsletter today. Canada Justice Minister compares the Freedom Convoy donations to terrorist financing and promises to freeze bank accounts. Holy Moses, I cannot believe we are watching the downfall of a once great representative democracy, not only in live time, but in a period of days, not even months. It is incredible to watch. These people in Canada should never, ever touch power again. These liberals ever, ever. They have now taken their masks off this filth up north and shown you exactly who they are. Now, in case you think there actually is terrorist financing coming into this network, here's an MP, Dane Lloyd. He's like, really? This is uh, one of the good guys. Dane Lloyd's like, there's terror financing coming in? Yeah, that's kind of weird. Because I spoke to this guy in the uh, Fintrack investigative side, and they can't seem to find any of those terrorist connections you speak of. Here, listen to this. Last week at Public Safety Committee, Deputy Director of Intelligence for Fintrack. Barry McKillop stated that there is no evidence that this funding in Ottawa is tied to ideologically motivated extremism. Under further questioning, he stated that there has been no spike in suspicious transactions under what basis is this government freezing the bank accounts of Canadians in violation of section 8 of the charter against unreasonable search and seizure The right honorable prime minister Speaker I think it is going to be extremely important that uh, in this house over the coming days there will be uh, Im- uh, a important and robust debate on many such issues but I can highlight once again Mr Speaker that the charter of rights and freedoms continues to apply Uh, the emergencies act is uh, subject to the charter of rights and freedoms. And the measures that we've brought forward are proportional measured and responsible uh, and uh, designed to get Canadians, their lives back their communities back and restore their freedoms. You hear this weasel sleazeball dictator Trudeau at the end. I should have said that before that he was going to chime in at the end. You hear how he can't answer the question. So they're saying that they can seize your bank accounts dictator style because you are financing it like in, in, in a terrorist financing model. Weird how when they conduct when they contact the authorities, the conservatives in Canada, they're like, hey, um, can you show a connection here between any terror groups and terror finance? They can't show anything. And Trudeau's answer is a sleazeball, silver spoon baby. I haven't accomplished anything in my life besides wearing blackface and become a dictator response. He doesn't answer the question because he can't. Damn, why are you so mad about this? It's Canada. Because I have a lot of Canadian friends, ladies and gentlemen. I care about human beings. It's because Canada doesn't have our Bill of Rights. doesn't mean that they don't have God-given civil liberties. They do. There are brothers up there, North. These patriots there care about what they're doing. And the truckers up there have done more to advance freedom than some swamp rat Republicans on D.C. have done down here. They're owed our loyalty and our support. Now they're getting arrested. First, you put out the propaganda. Here's how dictatorships work. First, you put out the propaganda. Seed the field. Then you put out the edicts. We're going to steal your money, arrest you if you show up. And then the force happens. Oh, that's not happening. Oh, well, you'd be wrong. That's happening now. Post-millennial Hannah Nightingale breaking. Freedom Convoy organizer arrested in Ottawa. What are the charges? I don't know, folks. Felonious Mopery in the umpteenth degree. What's that, Dan. It's nothing. That's the point. What was he arrested for? It's funny. I was emailing one of my Fox producers about this segment. And she's like, have they even said what he's arrested for? I'm like, no, they probably won't. Matter of fact, I'm wondering if they have anything like habeas corpus in Canada. You know, habeas corpus in the United States bring forth the body. In other words, if I were to arrest Joe for felonious mopery in the umpteenth degree, we have habeas corpus in the United States. I can't keep him in prison for 10 years and never produce him in front of a court. Bring forth the body. You have to have an initial hearing. That's what habeas corpus is. Is that going to happen, or are they just going to use some terror drill to do what they did to the January 6th people here and keep delaying the stuff? Oh, that's happening here, too? Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah, it is. They keep delaying it and delaying it and delaying it, so they rot in prisons, the January 6th folks. What was he arrested for? Insulting blackface dictator uh, Justin Trudeau. Sleazeball. Weasel sleazeball. Folks, is this convoy coming here? Well, I had Dr. Aaron Cariotti on my show last week. Was it last week on my Fox show? He said it was. There's an article in the Epic Times you can read in the newsletter today that the People's Convoy exclusive is heading to Washington. Organizers unveil their plans. Apparently it'll be a gathering February 23rd in California. You can read the piece yourself. I can only hope it comes here. Folks, I want to get to one last thing in this segment before I move on. It's important. It's all part of their plan, folks. I've mentioned to you before, forgive me for repeating it, but it's perfectly apropos right here. The left has now shown you who they are. They are dictator, totalitarian tyrants. They care nothing about your God-given rights, any of them. Assembly, petition, speech, religion, practice. They don't care about any of those. It's not what totalitarians do. That's why they're totalitarian. They don't care. Because the left doesn't care, they use fear. Fear to them is their coin of the realm. It's my walking dead hypothesis. The only way you can get people to walk into an ideological prison is The Walking Dead. Remember The Walking Dead? They go in the prison because they're afraid of the zombies on the outside and the prison's abandoned and they're so happy they're in prison because they're safe from what's on the outside. That's what the left does. They need fear to get you to walk into an ideological prison where you give up your own darn civil rights. And Canadian liberals, liberals, Canadian liberals, these idiots are doing it because they're afraid of what's on the outside. Truckers, COVID, white supremacists, Nazis. Once they get you to give all that up, They are going to start the Great Reset. Their words, not mine, where we start over from year zero. It's been a communist dream for a long time. Listen to globalist Klaus Schwab in his own words. Ladies and gentlemen, this is on the World Economic Forum website. The Great Reset, quote, the pandemic represents a rare but narrow window of opportunity to reflect, reimagine, and reset our world. Professor Klaus Schwab, founder and executive chairman of the World Economic Forum. <laughs> you, Not my words, Professor Klaus Schwab. Pandemic's a really narrow window of opportunity. Here's Klaus Schwab, by the way. Here's a video of Klaus Schwab in 2017 at Harvard. Harvard, Joe, all the smart people go. Harvard. Yeah. Here is Klaus Schwab back in 2017 at Harvard saying, hey, this is really great. You know, we've infiltrated all these different layers of government in the UK and in Canada, especially the Trudeau government. What, with your great reset plans? I mean, obviously, you didn't know about the pandemic then, but what a gift it was, right, to implement the plans you're now seeing happen right now. The great reset, year zero, rights going out the window. Really crazy. Here's Klaus Schwab pretty much calling it 2017. Check this out. What we are very proud of now is the young generation like uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, um, President of of, uh, Argentina and so on, that we penetrate the cabinets. So yesterday I was at a a reception for Prime Minister Trudeau and I know that... Half of this cabinet, or even more half of uh, half of this cabinet, are for our uh, actually young global leaders of the world economy. Right. That's true in Argentina as well. It's true in Argentina and uh, it's true in France. Now I'm mm-hmm. I mean, with the president, with a young global leader. You don't need my words, folks. It's their own words, their own quotes, their own words. I'm sure leftist lunatic tyrants eager to make this go away. Which shows you how afraid they are of this all getting out. I'll say, a conspiracy theory? Really? Is it? Is it a conspiracy theory? His own, his own words, his own, his own. Word. Really weird, right?" That clip was edited for time only. There were glitches in it. Time only. We did not cut to disperse anything in that. It's time only. There you go, for the fact checker, Tom Kircher, the world's worst fact checker i sure you'll say missing context, missing context. It's exactly what he said, missing context. Right? No, no. The missing context is Tom Kircher's a propaganda agitprop guy working for the regime to advance this agenda. That's the missing context. And Bill McCarthy, but he's got a certificate, Bill McCarthy, in journalism, right? Get on that, fellas. Okay, I got a story coming up again, how they use big tech to advance this great reset. Coming up in a second, you'll see it right here. You think it's going to get any better? Oh, I don't want to get on Rumble now or all this other stuff. Okay, good luck. I'll show you what I mean in a second. <sighs> Big show. Folks, I just showed it to you. The Great Reset is here. You're living through it right now. Their words, not my words. I didn't make up that term. They did. The Great Reset is here. You heard Klaus Schwab in his own words. The pandemic has offered a rare opportunity to do what? Steal away people's rights? To do what, Klaus? When you say it's a rare opportunity, to do what? To great to reset? Reset where? Towards your new totalitarian dream, which is our dystopia and your utopia? Well, of course, or no, of course, in order to do that, they have to present, the, prevent the resistance from speaking out in the Newtown Square, which is what big tech forums, twitter Facebook, and YouTube—which are the big ones. Well, they want to. They, they've been eager for a long time to control and suppress and silence and attack free speech. So, what do they do? Here, just saw this this morning. Here are the big, great resetters out there. Liberal senators demand YouTube blackout on Second Amendment videos. Paul Bedard, Washington Examiner story, B in the newsletter. Listen, folks, I'm an investor in Rumble. I've said it. This is not a money thing. I don't care. I don't care. If I die broke and the cause of liberty has been advanced, I will be one happy jack. Okay? I will be happy. I don't care. I'm not in this for the money. If you are on YouTube now, I don't care if you cancel your YouTube or not. That's not my business. Please open up an account on Rumble. If you are a conservative, You produce any kind of firearm video, anything that the left and the Schwabian great resetters don't like, you will be banned next. Set up your account today on Rumble so you have a backup plan. Please, we're giving it to you. Please, please take it. You will not be around for long. Come on, Dan, you're exaggerating. Am I? Reclaim the net article in the newsletter today. Read it yourself. Tom Parker. YouTube is now to censor new misinformation preemptively. The tech giant plans to use machine learning, Joe, to become faster and more accurate at catching viral misinfo narratives. So basically, Uh. if you have a YouTube account and you're a Second Amendment guy, conservative, libertarian, or basically any non-liberal they don't like... They're going to develop machine learning to make sure your video gets caught on uploading so it never gets out there at all. Good job, YouTube. Get away from the Google the, the Google speech censorship machine as soon as you can. Dump your Gmail. Dump your Maps. Dump your Google business accounts. Dump everything. YouTube, do not use Google search. Get away from these people. They are aiding and abetting the war on civil liberties and God given rights. Google's new motto should be be evil at every opportunity. Gosh, this gets exhausting. It really does. I can't, I, I, I'm so, I, I love you in the audience. I get it, 90%, but there are 10% out there, I swear, that still email me. Oh, uh, Dan, I don't know. I think you're just exaggerating the gravity of it. I am not. I live through it every single day. Please trust me on this. Please. All right, I want to get you an update on the why Hillary's freaking out, the case against Hillary and her spying operation on Donald Trump, because it's getting ugly now. And John Durham hit back yesterday. I just want to uh, do one quick uh, promotion first, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, my show, Unfiltered, Saturday night, 9 o'clock. I think we've got our best guest lineup ever. I've got Rand Paul on about the uh, the uh, the lack of any kind of uh, standards with the left, how they keep changing their mind on All that. All right. I've got Rick Harrison from Pawn Stars coming on, talking about, hey, the inflation thing. This guy's in the pawn business with assets, comic books, gold. How's inflation affecting him? And also, you know, some non-political stuff like, hey, Rick, how do we know if we got something really uh, expensive in our house? You know, what are the signals, right, Joe? We all see that antique. Is that where they? Well, I also got Mark Levin, the great one, the greatest living broadcaster. He will be on my show in the opening segment for just a, I don't, I, listen, I had I to be candid I already taped it, the, the Levin part. I already taped the Levin part. Trust me, you do not want to miss it. I just let him go. I never give up my show to anyone except Mark Levin. Hell of a lot. He's called up. the great one for a reason. Yeah, uh, you're darn right. And Pete Hegseth, of course, with hot takes. Everybody right. we love. It's always one of our highest rated things. Thank you, Joe. I worked hard this week on the show. We yeah, asked the only part we taped in advance because Mark's a very busy guy. Trust me, it's worth your time. Right, Guy? you heard it yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Guy, he never says yep unless he believes it. Sussman the Democrat lawyer working for the DNC and the Clinton campaign. As you know, he's been indicted. There's been a back and forth of legal filings over the last few days. Michael Sussman, the Clinton lawyer, uh, involved in this uh, massive spying scandal with Hillary Clinton. He's big mad and his attorneys. They now want the case tossed out. So they put a legal filing out there that says, throw the case out against my client. Show us what you got. So John Durham, the prosecutor, showed him what they have. And oh, they didn't like it. Here's kind of an update on the latest legal filing from the Washington Examiner, Jerry Dunleavy, who's been following this from the beginning. John Durham, who he responded to this motion to throw the case out, of kind of laughing at these idiots. John Durham stands by snooping evidence in case against Democratic lawyer. Here's what Durham said in his third day in, in his uh, Thursday filing, obviously yesterday, that this motion should be denied to throw the case out. And he says here, if third parties or members of the media have overstated, understated, or otherwise misinterpreted facts contains in the government's motion, that does not in any way undermine valid reasons for the government's inclusion of this information. Moreover, any potential prejudice or jury taint arising from such media attention can effectively and appropriately be addressed through the dire process during jury selection. What does that say to you? Durham is extremely confident in the evidence he has, so much so that in this filing, there's a couple other gems. He's like, yeah, yeah, listen, um, whatever the media said about what I have is irrelevant because they don't know what I have. And it happens all the time in these public cases. And it's not my responsibility for the media to understate or overstate what I have, which you should all be asking the question, what? Well, what the hell does Dorham have? Folks, I've worked a lot of federal cases. I do not speak to you here with forked tongue. I'm not making this up. I have worked a ton of federal cases. This says to me. Something else in this filing, too. That Durham is absolutely confident he's got these people dead to rights, evidence-wise. If it's going to lead to any arrests, I don't know. I'm stunned. Merrick Garland, the attorney general, name only, hasn't already fired John Durham. Now. Now. In the Dorham filing is one big LOLer. This is hilarious. Did you catch this? Did you read the filing? I want you to read this. This is I this folks stick with me. This is the best part of the filing. Not just Durham saying, hey, I've got valid evidence here, folks. Get ready. Wink it a nod. If you scroll down, I think to page two or three of the filing, he says, <clears throat> In light of the above, there is no basis to strike any portion of the government's motion. Indeed, the government, talking about himself, Durham, intends to file motions Uh, In, in Lamine, in which it will further discuss these and other pertinent facts to explain why they constitute relevant and admissible evidence at trial. Hold on. Hold that thought. What is he saying there? In Lamine, right? What is he suggesting there? He's saying he's so confident that he has the evidence to back up the probable cause in the indictment that he's willing to do a pretrial hearing in front of the judge to back up the evidence and to do it publicly. Joe, that is the biggest double-barreled family-friendly middle finger to Sussman and the Clinton operation I've ever seen. Uh-huh. Durham's like, really? You don't think we got the goods? Okay, we don't even need it. I, I'm willing to put the evidence up before in a pretrial hearing before we even go to trial to show the judge, hey, public, publicly, publicly, here's the goods we got. The goodies, here are the goodies. Does that sound like a man who's questioning the goodies he's got? and not like it to me. Here's the best part. He goes on. Get a load of this one. Sussman, a little background on this. Sussman and his lawyers complain, hey, you released this document publicly in a public filing with all this evidence, and basically you embarrassed my client. That's a, we're big man. You shouldn't have done that. You're going to contaminate the jury pool. <laughs> Listen to Durham's response. Classic. He says, pursuant to case law and common practice in this and other districts, the filing of documents containing reference to such evidence on the public docket is appropriate and proper. Even in high-profile cases where the potential exists that such facts could garner media attention. Joe, what case does he cite? (laughs) United States versus Roger Stone. (laughs) (laughs) This is a classic where he says he's basically. Let me translate this for you where the government put some uh, against the Roger Stokes, some Godfather 2 clip the defendant said to an associate, whatever. We just went to Let me just translate what Dorham's saying. Listen, and again, I'm not speaking for Dorham. He's not leaked to me or his team. I'm just telling you, Dorham's team is flipping off the, the Sussman lawyers, double barreled family friendly, and he says, hey, fellas. It's really weird how when the government went after Trump associate Roger Stone, they put all this stuff out publicly in advance I could have contaminated the jury pool. Godfather videos, all this stuff. And you didn't seem to care much about that. Kind of weird how now you seem to care about jury pool contamination and public stuff getting out. Really weird. Greatest double barrel ever. And one final note on this. at tip Margot Cleveland for this one. You know what's incredible about this? And it says to me that Hillary's panicked. That there's a mole in this case. That there's a leak in this case. Someone, not a leak. I shouldn't say leak. A source is better. It's the source for Durham. Leak is different. Scratch that. There's a source in this case. And that there's headbutting going on between Team Clinton and the Sussman team. These filings back and forth. Keep this case in the news cycle. This has got to be driving Hillary Clinton nuts. Tie the show back to the beginning now. Now do you see why Hillary Clinton felt the need to get out and address this thing yesterday? You think that was by accident? I will guarantee you Hillary Clinton's political team with a wink and a nod is saying to Sussman's legal team, maybe you should stop with these legal filings. Every time you do it, the news cycle starts up again and they start talking about Hillary. And Sussman's legal team, what do you think they're saying, Joe? Double-barreled, yeah. family-friendly, Hillary. We already went to bat for you once, and it got my client indicted. You picking up what's going down here? Now you are. This news cycle is driving Hillary Clinton crazy. She wants the legal filings to stop, and Sussman's people are like, nah, my guy's not going to jail for this. Now do you also see why in my Monday show, again, tie it all together, you're not wasting your time that Durham, the prosecutor, is telling Sussman, hey, man, there's a conflict of interest with that legal team you use. They may not have your interests in mind. Oh, oh, like whose interests would they have in mind? Hillary, Obama, and Biden? Just maybe. Not wasting your time, folks. Never. Okay. Uh, funniest tweet of the day. Moving on. We'll stay on that, of course. Now I'll get to questions for Dan. I got through this stuff pretty fast. I'm actually surprised. Yeah. I thought I would have too much stuff today. The ACLU, uh, the (laughs) hilariously titled American Civil Liberties Union of Virginia. So uh, Governor Glenn Youngkin signed a law banning mask mandates yesterday. And ACLU of Virginia tweeted out on its account, we'll see you in court, Governor Youngkin. The American Civil Liberties Union is suing Virginia now to make sure that the government can put forth unconstitutional edicts demanding people wear face masks all day? I I don't know what else to say about that. So uh, Brian (laughs) Reidel, whose readings I really enjoy, he kind of tweeted it out best. He quote tweets the ACLU threatening to sue the governor over this. (laughs) He says, I understand they no longer have any loyalty whatsoever to civil liberties, but the ACLU suing the state to extend mask mandates is like the NRA trying to repeal the Second Amendment. What an, what an epic descent <laughs> clown emoji. Well done. Well done, Brian Rydell. Well done. I Sometimes people just say it better and you just got to quote them. One more tweet in my tweet rundown for today. Folks, uh, you know the cat lady? She runs this group, Check My Ads. So she's now going after the Blaze. Uh, it's it's not just Glenn Beck's sites. Glenn Beck's on it, but there's a lot of people on there, a lot of friends of mine. So she's claiming that she got Yahoo to block the blaze. I say claiming because she lies constantly. This is her. said confirmed, which usually means it's not confirmed, but she's saying Yahoo is blocked. Glenn Beck's the blaze from their inventory. I don't know if that's true or not true. I, I don't deal with Yahoo. I have no business with Yahoo. I'll get to that in a second too. But, uh, You know, she's got a history of lying about this all the time. But I strongly encourage you to email Yahoo, um, to tweet out to Yahoo using their handle and ask them if that's true. And if it is true, um, you should obviously delete Yahoo from uh, from your from your portfolio of websites you ever use again. Uh, That should just if they're going to jump in with Google and become censorship, speech suppression companies, then you should add uh, Yahoo to your list of places you never visit again in your life. They'll figure it out eventually. She also tweets at a Yahoo insider. So now she's colluding with Yahoo insider. This is fascinating. And again, it's hard to believe anything she says. She's got a history of lying about all this stuff. A Yahoo insider tells us Yahoo has also blocked Dan Bongino, Charlie Kirk, and Steve Bannon's outlets. So not a bad haul for today. Clapping guy emoji. How do I know she's lying? Um, because we don't run ads on Yahoo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nice job. Well done. Really screwed us over there. Well, I I love how, honestly, folks, just being candid here, how our inventory, how our inventory, our income, and the success of our website and our platforms continues to grow. And they keep claiming it's a victory. And you got to wonder to yourself, you're thinking like, are they dumb or are their followers dumb? Got him banned from YouTube. Yes, thank you. We're now at 2.182 million. I got to say that slow. It's Nandini listening. 2,180,000 people have now come to Rumble, where we have a larger platform than we ever did on YouTube. Nice job. Well, then you guys are really killing it. Good job. Clown show. Banned from Yahoo? Really? He's banned? I don't run ads on Yahoo. We we don't we don't we have we have fired all of these people. We now have our own network, which is turning into a really special opportunity, not just for me, but for others. We're teaching them the template. All right, you know, haven't done a lightning round in a while. I do them on my Fox show occasionally. Uh, I don't know what the stories are going to be. He just throws them at me. We pound through them quick, and then we'll get to uh, questions for Dan. Let me. Re- <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, That sounds so much different in my ear. You have no idea. Uh, Bloomberg. (laughs) Zero click hacks are growing in popularity. There's practically no way to stop them. I have not seen these stories. Folks, I warned you about this. What are zero click hacks? You know hacks in the past of your phone or computer? Hey, click on this device. You'll win a million dollars. And people click on it and your computer gets hijacked. Well, there are zero click hacks out there. In other words, you have to click on anything. All they got to do is send you something. Remember Pegasus? The program which basically hijacks your phone or computer? Yeah, yeah. That's out there right now. Be super careful what you do on your phone. There's practically no way to stop them. That's even worse. All right, second story. It's a lightning round. Stop talking. The Washington Post facial recognition firm Clearview AI tells investors it's seeking massive expansion beyond law enforcement. Here we go, baby. They're on track to have this Clearview AI. 100 billion facial photos in its database within a year. Enough to ensure, quote, almost everyone in the world will be identifiable. Oh, my gosh, Joe. That'll never be abused by dictator Trudeau and deputy dictator Freeland. I mean, why would they do that? They have such respect for God. What's that? Okay. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong with deputy dictator Freeland, too? Who knows, folks? Story number three. Just the news. I swear I haven't seen these before. South African doctor who discovered Omicron says politicians pressured her not to call it mild. Oh, they did. That's interesting. Kind of relates to my story in the beginning, where Klaus Schwab said, Hey, you know, if we use all this coronavirus stuff, it's a great opportunity. What to create fear and panic? So a South African doctor's like, hey, this is really mild. And they're like, shut your mouth, no fear porn if you tell people it's mild. Next story Axios, a new top selling medicine. Pfizer's COVID vaccine. 30 is that 36 billion? Am I reading that right? Yes, 36 billion. That's how much Pfizer reported in COVID vaccine sales in 2021. Oh, yeah, follow the money, folks. Every single time. No, no, they're not related at all. Stop. He's like, those stories could be related. No, no, it's a conspiracy theory. Every single time. Hey, we got any more of these? Okay, video. Oh, no, love I don't know what this is. He wants me to react to a video. I'm not messing with you. He's like, just presenting to me. All right, let me see it. I think what annoys me most about white people is when they pretend like they're the victim. <laughs> What's also annoying is when they, you know, when they kill us. What is fragile about whiteness when everything has been constructed around it? Every part of who I am has been distorted or criminalized. It's really just a bunch of white lies. (laughs) We're storming the Capitol. You're not patriots, you're ridiculous. One of the definitions of American whiteness is ignorance. White people, we are not your problem. You are. Should white people today feel any responsibility for slavery? <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Showtime. Now in an obviously racist special designed to trigger white people. Yeah. I always ask if you just change the title around. Showtime and a special designed to trigger black people. What would happen? Oh, that'd be racist. But it's another skin colored side. You. Explain that away. I'm going to say something I don't want to say here. So I'm going to let that one go for a second. Gee, loves these video reactions. All right, it's time for questions for Dan. Hey, Dan, how do you feel about people under the age of 25 running for office? You think people should mature more and learn? Eh, T.W. wright Listen, I'm a freedom and liberty guy. And honestly, at 25, you know, I was a very conscientious kid. I, you know, I made a lot of mistakes as well, but I wasn't. You know, nearly as smart as I am now, life experience and chronology, time matters. Uh, but I'm a freedom guy. If you're 25 and you feel like you got the you know, bona fides and skills to go out in front of a, an audience of constituents and get elected, knock yourself out. But uh, I agree, you know, maturity does come with time. Some people just mature a lot quicker. I'll be honest with you. I'd take a 25-year-old who escaped from Cuba and knows the ravages of socialism any day over an 80-year-old liberal like Bernie Sanders, however old he is. So there you go. There's a good answer to that one. This is from, uh, hey, Dan, question number two. P-Hugh zero zero 005, P-Hugh, <laughs> good one. If, if the 2022 election is a bloodbath for the left, how does the right keep these new voters that can, learn, that can lean either way? Folks, you have to do stuff and you have to commit to stuff. The reason the Reagan revolution led to a massive landslide in the re-election for Ronald Reagan is he actually did stuff, committed to an agenda of economic freedom and anti-communism. Will we do it? Who knows? We got a bunch of losers up in the swamp now. It's so pathetic. I mean, look at what Lindsey Graham and Romney pulled yesterday with the vaccine mandates where they skipped town so they wouldn't have to vote on it. So it went down. Hat tip Mike Lee, by the way, for putting that amendment in there. You did a great job, even though he's going to be on my radio show today too, talking about it. Question three. Hey, Dan, what do you feel are the next big priorities for the parallel economy? This is by buy underscore law. Great question. Um, Credentialing bodies and universities. Folks, the American Medical Association, the uh, the Bar Association, these certifying bodies, it's not just them. They have been, in my opinion, uh, taken over by wokeness. You've seen the, the, uh, the, bar, the bar now pushing for this uh, woke agenda. You've seen the sciences be corrupted. We just played that Omicron story. Universities and credentialing bodies. We have to develop an entire parallel economy there. University systems that do not indoctrinate but respect free speech. Allow students to think about both sides of an argument. And people who sprout from those universities should wind up in credentialing bodies that certify people in these fields if there's going to be such a thing. I don't even agree with the premise that there should be such a thing, but there should be an option that believes in free speech. Great question. Hey, Dan, this is by Winger NC. Why would John Durham give a heads up to Sussman? If he's implicated in all this mess, then why not just go after him full force? Why give him an out? No, no. Winger NC, you're reading this all wrong. The Durham filing was not giving a heads up to Sussman to allow Sussman to respond. The Durham filing, as I explained in yesterday's podcast, was a message to the judge and the public that, hey, if I'm fired by Biden and Merrick Garland as a special prosecutor, because I have information on them, I want you to know I've got the goods here. I'm putting it in a public filing. It was totally necessary. Yeah, you you read that all wrong. He wasn't giving Sussman a heads up. He was giving you a heads up. Big difference. Next one. Hey, Dan, this is by Bali 98. you think Russia will invade Ukraine? And if so, how do you predict our current administration will react to the invasion? you think Biden will send the military into Ukraine? No, I don't. Um, uh, Well, I should say, (laughs) yes, I do think Russia will invade Ukraine. I think it'll be a limited invasion, especially in the eastern portion of Ukraine. Uh, will they invade Kiev? I'm not sure. Uh I hate to give you a cop-out answer, but I'm genuinely not sure. 50-50. It's like, I don't know. But I'm relatively confident, 90% sure he will do something in the eastern portion of Ukraine. You're already seeing some skirmishes there now, right? What will Biden do? My suspicion is he will do nothing. Um, he could expel Russia from the SWIFT system. He could put sanctions on the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. I'm not convinced he'll do any of that. Um, I'm not. I'm just why because we have evidence in the past look at what happened when uh, they they invaded uh Crimea what happened nothing look at what happened with the russians in the georgia situation what happened there nothing i'm just basing on historical evidence maybe i'm wrong but the receipts back it up hey dan this is by sushi band 7 of these names if you could place this is this is again, I got to tell you of all the questions the questions I see in advance not the lightning round. well he did say I just didn't read them. the lightning round. but these I read I love this question favorite question ever Joe listen to this one hey Dan if you could place a truth spell on any individual who would it be what topic and why this yeah. is obvious this is Hillary Clinton a, 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 a thousand percent I, I, I all, this, it would be a very simple question Was the plot to connect Trump to Russia your idea or not? Or did someone tell it to you and you ran with it? I have no doubt she knew. I want to know if it was her, if the biggest political scandal of our time started in the mind of Hillary Clinton. True spell. I love that question. One of my favorites. All right. How many more we got? That's it? Okay. Thank you. Thank you got to give me a heads up on the last question so I know. All right, folks. Thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Please don't miss my show this weekend. Unfiltered again. Rand Paul. Rick Harrison from Pawn Stars. Pawn. P-A-W-N. I always get emails about that. Pawn operation. Mark Levin, the great one. Pete Hegseth. And my opening monologue. I'm going to nail them to the wall about this January 6th Spygate thing. You're going to see it. They are not telling us the truth. Don't miss it. Unfiltered. Saturday night, 9 o'clock. Set your DVR. If You can't make it live. Thanks for tuning in, folks. I'll see you all on Monday. Good day, sir. You just heard Dan Bongino.